top shelf fantasy. Week 14 in the books. For most uh, 12 team leagues, that's the first week of the playoffs. For 10 team leagues, it's the start. It is a start. So. And if you're listening. that. If then, li- you've, then you've won your matchup. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Yeah, I mean. Don't bench Miles Sanders. <laughs> yeah, sh- shout out to Ange Capone. We're really sorry. Miles we, Sanders. We all talked about it internally. We we, we apologize. Yeah. I, I said to sit him. I had to start him. Everyone said to sit Sanders. And, and yeah. honestly, it's the right play. I Like, we apologize because we hurt you. But it's the right <laughs> yeah, play. It's right. <laughs> Understand where we were coming from. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Jalen Hurts. We'll talk about him. Um, oh, I should say who we are. We're Top Shelf Fantasy. TopShelfFantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Shelf FNTSY. Going to be recapping week 14. I feel like I already said that. I'm all over the place. Excuse me. You might have. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. Who I knows? don't think you did. I think you're good. I'm. I'm it so excited. Organic. I have. Uh, I got rid of the Tully in in my household. Where'd so, you? Uh, where is it now? Uh, well, you strangled it. It's actually still here. So for the time being. <laughs> so it, so you str- it's funny. The first year he's I got face it, down right now. I actually hid it in Mersh's house, and it was at Mersh's house for about four weeks. And Mersh <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, if I could just keep it here all season, I'll know where it is and just get it back after. And honestly, I mean, that thing seems to just bring bad luck with it, like, according to the stories I've been told already. So. Scotty touched it earlier this year, and I was like, "You shouldn't have done that." And I uh, did, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it wasn't a good season. No, no. Uh, we had an exhilarating. Let's let's talk about our dynasty matchup. Oh, because uh, that was exhilarating. Goodness. Yeah, here's here's the thing, right? And it's for any listener. If you had a Brown or uh, a Raven last night, was heart attack for you. <laughs> oh, the entire yeah. game back and forth, and this particular fantasy matchup back and forth. So to lay the groundwork for you it was one player with hollywood brown going the opposing team had nick chubb and kareem hunt so you can imagine the fireworks going into and, and jeff must have had a solid lead with i think it. jeff was up like 20 or 30 yes. points so like he was, was up a 20. substantial amount so you're like yeah i mean okay hollywood gives me five to ten and i'm good nope turns out the uh browns backfield is about to give you a 50 spot between the two running backs <laughs> Yep. And back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, Lamar yeah. Jackson comes in. You get the Hollywood Brown touchdown that so, came back. and It was a fourth yeah. down, yep. and McSorley blew out his knee. On, it was third down, and he blew out his knee. Lamar Jackson's coming running in after his cramps, give it a helmet, and runs back out onto the field, tosses a time to Hollywood for a touchdown on fourth down. It was unreal because all of us in our group chat, you know, we're all talking to each other. And and this is what had happened with you know the the player that had Marquise Brown, uh, his name is Jeff. He had been down for about two points, and he's like, I need that big play from Marquise Brown. We need it. We need it. We all talked about you know what could happen if McSorley's playing because he had that touchdown early in the year uh, to Marquise Brown, and then lo and behold, he gets a touchdown. Everyone erupts, and then two minutes later, Hunt gets another touchdown. Then the then the score flipped, and then we had we had a new winner of the game every I don't know minute. Oh, just uh, no, absolutely, amazing. absolutely awesome. You, I mean, we're not going to beat that. Very rarely do you see a fantasy matchup teeter back and forth like that. It's usually pretty clear. I mean, it was it was on par for how back and forth that game was, and yeah. we'll we'll touch on each individual player in a bit. 
Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun to uh, be a part of and watch that. So if you had something similar, tweet at us, let us know the, the situation, and maybe we'll do a giveaway with a glass or something. Um, all right, I'll run through, I don't know who put the news in, but whoever put it in, just run through the news uh, and recap points real quick, and then we'll get into each individual matchup, try and keep it as short and sweet. All right. Um, yeah, so first off, Stafford, rib injury, not expected to play week 15. James Conner dealing with a quad injury, status unknown right now. Henry Ruggs placed on the COVID-19 IR list. Moster to have an MRI, or he did. I'm not sure what the results were, so, you know, keep an, you know, keep an eye on that. We get, haven't been told yet. We haven't been told. So get Jeff Wilson if, he, if he's out there. Ronald Jones getting surgery on broken pinky. So okay. his status is... It's uncertain, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean but they, they had uh, Chris Godwin early in the year, did the exact same thing, broke his finger. They did the surgery. He missed one game. Um, but that is big news for Ronald Jones owners right now. Mm-hmm. I'd bet you see him on the field. Well, up, up, a pinky. I mean, Mike Davis broke his thumb and played the same game, didn't miss a single. <clears throat> I mean, I think he missed one drive. Three, <laughs> three fumbles, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devontae Parker suffers a hamstring injury status unknown, not looking too good. Alex Smith, calf injury. Uh, he should be back week 15, which is kind of surprising. But CMC did not play week 14. He's looking not to play again in week 15. Um, kind of annoying if you're a CMC owner. David Johnson expected to be back from the COVID list this week. And Debo, uh, hamstring injury status looks... I, I just looked this up. Pr- Yeah, he's probably out he's for the year. Out for the regular season. If they make playoffs, yep. he could come back. Which is, which is too bad, but I mean the guy runs so hard. It, it's he bound can't to happen. Stay healthy, man. Yeah, not at all this entire non, season. I non-contact. I had him in a playoff matchup too, and second play of the game, he goes out. Yeah, oh, point nine points, fantastic. All right, well. One last recap, recap, recap them move. All right, well let's recap fourteen then. Yeah. We, yeah. So we're, those are some highlights and injuries. What's that, Craig? I was going to say, we're all reluctant to start on this recap because the first game is disappointing. Well, yeah. Patriots-Rams. Just absolutely yeah. blown out of the water. Rams look good. That's all that matters. Cam Akers <laughs> showed me something. I didn't see it. I was not a Cam Akers guy going into the season. I'm still not a Cam Akers guy. Uh, and I don't know if it was the Patriots defense just sucking, but holy shit. He looked fantastic. I oh. mean, you didn't see that patience in college. Like, in college, he was a one-cut back, and boom, hit the hole and go. I don't know what, what Sean McVay did, but he did something right with Cam Akers, or, or the Patriots D sucked up at. Like, that's the that's the thing. I'm going with Will Fuller for the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, and exactly what you said is right. It's the Patriots defense. I mean, they yeah. you could drive a Mack truck through those holes they were opening up for him. I could have run for 170 yards. It's crazy how wide open he he was untouched for huge chunks of those plays before he even had to break a tackle and not that he's not a phenomenal athlete and got into those holes he read the rule hole correctly and hit it which we've seen people not be able to do so all kudos to him but when you're going for a first down before you touch your first defender you have a defensive issue not an offensive you know uh talking point mm-hmm. yeah yeah just yeah to ditto the, the, those those holes were noticed noticeably bad and, well, you saw, I don't know what the, the Patriots are thinking. The the Rams coming out in two tight end sets and two tight ends on the line under under center for Jared Goff, like in a single back formation with two tight ends on either side or two on both sides sometimes. And the Patriots are still in, in nickel and dime formations with three a three-man front. 
that's not going to help you beat a power run game. Like, I don't know. Again, I'm not a defensive coordinator, so maybe Steve Belichick knows a lot more than I do, and I shouldn't question him. But I do know that you got gashed on the ground and didn't do anything to change it. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest thing is 29 carries compared to two to Daryl Henderson. Malcolm Brown, no carries. This is the first time we've seen it all year. It's usually been a split, annoying each week. And now it looks like Kimmakers is the guy. And they were up by a lot, too, and they still, you know, leaned on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great for fantasy to know who you can trust. Right. Finally. It only took 14 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, really, there's nobody else uh, in this game. I mean, Cooper Cup got about 11 on. points. Robert Woods had a disappointing day in the Pats. Uh, you were disappointed Pats. by every yeah, other player. I think, I think at this point with Cam Newton, you're not starting him, even in, in plus matchups. I don't think it's worth the risk of him doing what he's done recently. Yep. I think that's an important point for anybody, especially – for most of our listeners that might be New England located, it's just, I don't care. He might have thrown for 350 against the Seahawks in week two or three, whatever week that was. Those days are long gone. Seahawks uh, do suck, too. I mean, yeah, there, there is that. Come to think about it, like, we thought they were going to be great, <laughs> and he does that, but the entire NFL is doing that against the Seahawks yeah, now. Exactly. And I, I just think you can't risk it. I think the only guy you're taking a chance on in the Pats offense is um, Damian Harris. And at that, you're still hoping for that touchdown because Cam Newton keeps stealing it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's probably going to be a long touchdown, which is not the Patriots game more often than not. They didn't even get one this year. I mean, this week. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Chicago beats Houston 36-7. Stomped them. This is how that game should go. I'm back. I don't want to say I'm surprised. I mean, Houston has a good good offense, but no Will Fuller. This is how the Bears should dominate. The Bears have a good defense, too. I remember watching uh, what was it, Sunday morning football or whatever when they pick the pick them, and everybody's like, oh, I'm taking Houston. I was like, Chicago's defense is really good, and, like, <laughs> Cooks is out, Fuller's out, Stills is hurt, Cobbs. Like, how is that? I so, think, I I think the know. previous week they had just gotten smoked by Indy for a, a bazillion yards, so everybody's like, oh, dude, Bears yeah. are a fraud. No, they're, they're legit. This proves it. Mitch looked good. Which is, I, I was one week too early on my Mitch start, but I almost started him in a league. <laughs> um, I started Cousins over him, though. Yeah, that'll work. Um, yeah, I mean, Monty had a massive 60 yard TD run, I believe. I believe it was 60 yards. I think it was 80 yards. Yeah, 80 it was yards. 80. It was the first, I think it was the first run of the game. Cause I, I, yeah, I, think I got so. that notification yeah. like 80 yard TD. 102. I'm like, let me turn the TV on at first. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was the first touchdown of the day. <laughs> it was probably, that's a hit. I mean, it was probably, yeah, the first play of the game or the first run of the game because you take it. I don't even know how you get to an 80 yard run actually because you take a touchback at the 25. Unless they, t- Unless they took it out. out. Yeah, and get like, tackled. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the Bears. I'm sure Patterson would always try that. So, yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, and he's been fantastic of late <laughs> since the bye. Yeah, scoring and over twenty points in three straight weeks. We talked about it too. the The schedule for the playoffs is great for him. So if if you have the guy, ride the hot hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allen Robinson had his another hundred yard day in a TD. Yep. he's great. Great, great with Mitchell Trubisky, absolutely. And then the Houston side, Buddy Howell turns out to be the back to own. <laughs> well, right, Duke Johnson fumbled early, I believe, and then after mm-hmm. that, we saw a little Buddy Howell. But Duke's been doing this all year. Every time Duke gets the opportunity to start, like this is, it's like Matt Breida. Like every time Breida's got an opportunity to start, something happens. Duke Johnson does the same thing. Every time he's got the opportunity to take the job, he doesn't. Like yeah. he just doesn't. He has no like killer instinct or no like clutch gene to go out and secure his role. 
Right. He and fumbling big, isn't going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to be that backup guy. It's more my it's more suitable to my style. He had a big catch, but if if it wasn't for that um I don't know, terrible day. Negative point day probably. <laughs> yeah. I always um, want to sing that Weezer song. Like, ooh, wee, you, yeah. the buddy howl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just did. So, so. yeah. Sorry, um, fans. I did want to point out Darnell Mooney and Jimmy Graham also caught TDs from uh, the Trebitch. Mitchell the Mitchell. You but know what's going to suck? He's going to go out next week and just lay an egg. Probably. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of yards there. Even Anthony Miller again, a bad game, but. Allen Robinson is just going to get those targets. And they were up too, so they didn't have to pass it too, too much at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Kiki Kiki had a TD. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty much all he did. This guy. Yeah, 20 yards. And he, he also yeah. fumbled, so. Yeah, when, <laughs> when you catch a TD and no good over 10 points, that's a problem. Yeah. Sounds not right. Good for you, but yeah. The Hanson like sister it. had the most targets. Um, yes, she did. He did. <laughs> Cowboys beat the Bengals thirty to seven. Revenge game, Dalton. Yeah, chalk it up as a win. What happened? The yeah, Bengals well, just did Bengals. He didn't things. have like a great game either. One hundred and eighty-five yards and two CDs. Yeah, I mean he only had to throw the ball twenty-three times. Yeah, I know. I think it was Alden Smith had the fumble recovery for a touchdown. Right. So that helped. I mean, right. The, oh, the Bengals that, are playing from defense. behind the whole game. Yeah. Every running back on the Bengals side lost a fumble in the first quarter. Oh. Every single one of them, except for besides Samaj P. P. Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Ooh. And then, and then in the broadcast, they're like, "Oh well, Samaj P. Ryan has a shot. Ch- has a shot. He's athletic. He just needs to be smart." Wild. Team's a joke. Like here we are talking about Samaj P. Ryan <laughs> on the freaking Cincinnati Bengals. Like this is what this year has come to. Um, and and it it, it the distribution was just. Garbage. Trevavion Williams with twelve. He had ten. Geo had three. Uh, but those wide receivers. AJ AJ Green caught a TD. We've been saying like Tyler Boyd's been. You know we would feel comfortable. I don't know after this game. I feel comfortable starting Tyler Boyd in the playoffs at, like at all. Uh, oh, the volumes yeah. there. He had nine targets, but five five catches for what was it forty three yards. Let's, I mean he's like a flex. Let's put best. it this way, right? Every team, it, right? every team in the league beat the piss out of the Cowboys this year, and the Bengals couldn't even get a touchdown. I mean, they got one touchdown. Yeah, AJ Green caught caught one, but yeah, and, yeah. and they're going this, from Brandon Allen back to Ryan Finley. So right, yeah, even less faith with that. Yeah. Another quarterback this changeover. Is, this is just a team to stay away from right now, and it's sad. Well, it's, it's too true. bad because we were hammering take all three of those wide receivers yeah. at one point. Well, they should be rostered. Higgins and Boy were. We're in for a huge weekly starts run so, too because they have a de- decent playoff schedule. But with the, the, the question, there, it doesn't matter. The question mm-hmm. remains: If uh, Joe Mixon comes back, are you playing him? No. Yeah. And, I, and I, that'd I be the hardest play. play. I mean, he's Joe, per, Joe he's Mixon, probably not coming back. Joe Mixon with Joe Burrow this year wasn't even that great. Well, he was like running back like eight when he went out. <laughs> I thought I thought well, there was a point. Yeah, I mean, sucked. It's also yeah, not did, very hard to do. He right did. Now. He had that like thirty-eight point game. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, when the, I sat him that week. Yeah, yeah. I sat him. Too. Like, oh, oh, yeah. It was a three, three touchdown game. Like, finally. Yeah. I mean, it was probably the biggest fraud, like top ten RB, but it existed. It, it, there, the potential's there, but it's the hardest play in the world, and you probably get screwed over by it if you play him. Yeah, I don't. Mostly asking for myself because I, I have I, him on the <laughs> roster. I may have to. Play I him. sat yeah. him for Miles Sanders this week. <clears throat> Boyd. Uh Going back to what, like the, I mean, we said sit Miles Sanders for Jamal Williams. So, 
it still doesn't matter in my situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the Cowboys side real quick, too, because Tony Pollard getting more and more involved and in being more and more efficient than Zeke is. Yeah, split backfield this week. So 11 carries for 39 yards, uh, but two catches for a TD. Um, and, and a TD, I should say. Uh, Zeke, 12 carries for 48 yards. He had two catches for 11 yards. This is a true 50%. And I shouldn't say that he's more efficient than Zeke. He's being like just as efficient as Zeke, which is concerning when you sit there and oh, say, yeah. well, it's a 50-50-50, right? Because, like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, is Tony Pollard startable after seeing him get 11 carries? I mean, they get, they get uh, I'll, I'll get it. They get teams, San Francisco, Philly, and, and the Giants. Oh, that's week 17, so screw the Giants. So they get San Francisco and Philly. Yeah, probably not playing. Yeah. At this point, okay. you cannot play either one. I mean, I would agree with that. Five-point output-ish, five, six points, plus the touchdown obviously can swing you a little bit higher. Who would have thought that Ezekiel Elliott at the beginning of the year, a top three pick across the board, is... A Bust. touchdown dependent flex running back. <laughs> He's Todd Gurley. Bust. He's so <laughs> gross. Yes, he is. He is. That's the grossest thing I ever heard. I mean, it's so true. Him, but just with his team now. It's the, just, so ugh. the question remains though: Is 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 Zeke Elliott better than Todd Gurley? I don't know. Is he just been in a better situation his whole career? Maybe. I think it's, I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm putting this. He just doesn't look. He does like, He's not doing yeah, I'm anything I'm gonna, that's like. Ultra elite running back well, said, Like he's not taking one of these to the house. What I'll do with him is exactly what I did with the Steelers last year, when they lost Big Ben and their entire team changed and they all sucked all year long. This is gonna be the exact same situation, and then next year I'm just gonna take the year off the board and look exactly what happened with the Steelers this year. All three wide receivers are fantastic. James Conner has been decent at most most parts of the year. Um, I, I will say it is concerning, and I won't have as much faith. I think Zeke will be back into the first round next year, not the top. Uh, he'll take a hit for it, but I would still, with Dak as quarterback, again, that, that's that's another big outlier. You know, what, what's going to happen next year? Who's the quarterback? Yeah, Dak's outside. That's a very good uh, comp, too, to the to Pittsburgh situation. Uh, Amari Cooper catches a touchdown. So uh, that's, he's that's He still he's, remained he's relevant. Staying, yeah. The yeah. entire time Andy Dalton has been quarterback or Garrett Gilbert, um, so yeah, that that's I don't, Cooper still start. Yeah, and I don't trust the other two. Um, Chiefs beat Dolphins thirty three to twenty seven, and this this game this was a fun game. Oh to watch. boy, you, Patty Mahomes and in the this first is quarter without the Dolphins' top two receivers, their top tight end got hurt, and. Gusecki, and their <laughs> top three running, running backs. backs. Yep, three right. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean. You get Patrick Laird and DeAndre Washington, and there's another question like Tom: Do I start DeAndre or Miles Sanders? Like, uh, <laughs> is it a bad to think about that? Yeah, probably Sanders. But yeah, so just play but it safe. <laughs> it was yeah. it was honestly it was all the turnovers. There was just Pat Mahomes had so many tip balls. It wasn't like he played poorly. It was his his receivers dropped it or, or tipped it in the air, and the Dolphins just had had their day with it. Uh, you know, there was also a fumble lost. On their uh, uh, on their end as well, Michael Hardman put one on the ground. So there was just a ton of turnovers, and that's why the Dolphins were able to stay in the four game. total. I mean, the Dolphins yeah. for a, a good chunk of this game looked to be not in control, but in the game. I mean, I think it was fourteen ten to end the half. 
And then the Chiefs come out and hang 16 points in the third quarter. And you're like, wow, okay, this is the Chiefs team that I'm used to seeing that can put up points in a hurry. Tyreek Hill goes and catches a bomb. Oh, yeah, there's Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, they, they just find ways to get into Kelsey's hands and then you know run the off stuff to Tyreek Hill deep downfield. It gave him a rush for took him 32 and a touchdown. It's like there's very little little that you can do to stop a team that's built this way, and they prove it on a weekly basis. I mean, Mahomes had almost 400 yards again. But Tua, I think, had probably his best game as a professional quarterback. I mean, three yeah. over 300 yards, two touchdowns. He did have the pick. He had a rushing touchdown, too. So that's yeah. huge. Huge. Yeah. Probably 24 to 27 points, depending the format. Yep. And you saw Lynn Bowden come out for them for the first time in his... But he had know, to. He had to, yeah. He was Every forced. single starter he was hurt. Parker got hurt in the first quarter? I, yeah, it was like a Parker, the second Parker quarter. Parker was first quarter. Yeah. Grant, I think, was like second quarter. That's right. They lost Grant, Gesick, too. Gesicki was probably... I, I don't exactly remember that, what he left. That was later in the game. So, yeah. Bowden Jr. was still used when Gesicki was yeah. still out there. But and, he, and they didn't run Bowden, but Bowden can run. He did. He got one attempt, but, um, you know, with, with again, uh, no uh, Nine know, running back... There's they, they they had to create something and and so it, it, they had to do it with Bowden. It he had a good pass attempt. Yeah, well he was he played kind of <laughs> kind of quarterbacky in in college too. That kind of like wildcat quarterback. He was thing. listed as an athlete. Well, that's yeah. why the Raiders used was it a fourth round pick on him? They did. Yeah, they did. I thought it was a pretty high pick because they, they were pumped about this gadget guy. And then like nah. And then yeah, they just completely before, traded him to the Dolphins before preseason. Well, it was well, there's no preseason, but before we won, they. Oh yeah, it was a trade, not a cut. But still, yeah. they're like, you know, if anyone wants this guy, we're, we're going to cut him. Yeah, which is wild. They they traded him for I think a seventh round pick. Like you just used a fourth round pick a month ago on him. Like, <laughs> where's what's the you, what's concept? your return on? Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, he could be a, a good person to pick up, somebody to look at going forward because he's probably going to be involved in that offense. He and, is in our article. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's definitely one of my premier Check out targets the waiver, of the week. The waiver article. He's a little pickup. Pretty yeah. weak week. Pretty weak week, but yeah. I mean, where where if you listen to the previous podcast too, you heard us talking about make sure you have your handcuffs now. And there's no more bye weeks. We walk through a whole playbook on how to prepare for the for the playoffs. So I mean, be smart about stuff. You're not just picking guys up to pick them up or, yeah. or dropping your hand. You're not dropping Chase Edmonds for a guy like Lynn Bowden, right? But right. Uh, but certainly worth a look. Um, on the Chiefs side, we don't really need to touch on it, but uh, or, or many players, CH, seeing him get involved in the passing game, phenomenal for CH owners going into the playoffs. Five catches for fifty-eight yards. They do have a tough schedule, yards. though. I think that they have the they got the Saints next. They sure, do. but, but if he's seeing in passing, him in yeah. the in the passing game is huge. No, Daryl Williams. He was not active. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, that's but huge. You would think you'd see Bell a little more. Bell was I, on the field. More Bell's pass. Bell was on the field doing a ton of plat, uh, pass blocking. He's been, always been a he was terrific in the red pass zone. blocker. Yeah, right. Which I just like as a massive Lev Bell fan. I'm like watching him roll out and screen Pat Mahomes. I think Pat he was Mahomes in there. For I'm the like, what's going on? Tyreek in around touchdown too. Yeah, and it just yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so good news for Ceh. Uh, and, and I mean, if he plays the Saints, you just saw the Saints struggle last week. So you see. It, Miles Sanders put up 28 points against them. So Yeah, I yeah, mean, you might not be true. the most comfortable start, but you're starting CEH next week. Yeah, can you guarantee. 10 to 12 point yeah. floor, it's not bad. Uh, Cardinals beat the Giants 27 to 7. Yep. I mean, Danny, Danny, Danny Dimes, Dimes is back. banged up. 
He got banged he, up. He did. He got banged yeah. up. Uh, he, he, he's, like, he he's came back, in, but he did not. He came out. in off injury, banged up, and then left again, more banged up. It's yeah. like, if he's your guy, you're committing to Daniel Jones going forward, why is he even in? Just keep him keep him until he gets healthy. I know you need to win this game, but you don't need Daniel Jones to be out for a long period of time with an injury, and you can't block for him well enough. He gets sacked six times. Yeah. yeah. He. I mean, that that's the thing. was They were leading the division at five and seven at the time. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was Hassan Reddick had all of those sacks. Oh, I don't. No, know. no, he had you five. Know, he had, know that he had five of them. He had five. <laughs> he had five. <laughs> he said, "I remember just listening to the broadcast. They said that he set the Cardinals franchise record for sacks in a game at five. So, yeah. And could you imagine the Cardinals just still still had Chandler Jones too? Be fantastic. Boy, no. getting ten a game. But uh, Kenyon Drake had a good game. Heavily involved. Yeah. Wayne They're, Gallman kind of third third week in a row for a touchdown. Uh, uh, in a row for Drake touchdown. I think it's third in a row. Uh, fourth in a row. Um, so he's got five and four weeks. Um, the flip side, Wayne Gallman involved twelve carries, fifty-seven yards, three catches for sixteen. Great stat line. Dion Lewis gets the friggin' touchdown, and he fumbled the ball too. So like, get the guy that touchdown. That's annoying. Well, right, you take that touchdown. You take that touchdown and give it to Wayne Gallman. He had a good game. He gave you twelve points. Oh, yeah. This was the first week Gallman didn't give you like an RB two scoring thing. But I mean, so Gallman was on a TD run too. They were down, so at that point, might as well go to Dion Lewis save Gallman because they're still kind of in the playoff race, I guess, with Washington. Technically, as gross as that sounds, so save your best player in Wayne Gallman. <laughs> Gross. Um, I did want to touch on the Kenyon Drake piece uh, for a second because that volume's there, even though his efficiency looks bad. Yeah, as long as you get the touchdowns too and yeah. and the work, that's all you can hope for. It's very hard as a running back to get stuff going when it's a QB draw out of the shotgun or running back draw out of the shotgun. Oh, yeah. so Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, my and, eyes on how you. you doing? And I think it's big for Drake uh, now with goal line stuff and close yardage because Kyler Murray is dinged up and they're not not drawing up as many plays for him to make that call where he's going to pull it and keep it and go because they don't need him getting popped anymore. They saw what happened when he was actually hurt. I think he's on the mend, which is good because he did hit DeAndre Hopkins for 136 yards this week. Mm. That was great to see. Uh, no touchdown, though, which stinks for Hopkins owners. Dan Arnold. <laughs> Second week in a row. Scores three out of the last four weeks, four TDs in the last four weeks. He's a roster role tight end. Weird. I don't know 20, who this guy is. Twenty twenty. Hey Arnold. I, I mean, he's six six two twenty. So I mean, like he's massive red zone target. The problem is he still only got you eight points. I mean, that's probably good enough for like a like a tight end twelve. But well, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a tight end one. Yeah. He's got the four touchdowns on what, like <laughs> eight catches. Yeah. Right. Oh like yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. Um, who's our next game? Bucks. It's the Vikings and Bucks. Yeah. So Bucks beat the Vikings twenty six to fourteen. The first game of my lost 12-team parlay. <laughs> Where was it in order? This one. was the first one. Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> this is the 1 o'clock game. So oh, this, that's brutal. It just like set off your whole day. It was this one and then the Denver game. I hit every other team. So upsetting. I should have made it a 10. Yeah. I'm just pulling up the well, uh, so, scores. So, I mean, so, the news is Rojo. He well, bro- yeah, he broke his pinky. We kind of already talked about it that at the top. So, sorry. Go ahead. Chris. Well, I was just going to say, Fournette got uh, a coach's decision to sit. Uh, oh, then they right. made the Sean McCoy uh, start over him. Keyshawn Vaughn was still active. So, that's also a surprise. So, there's there's really not, other than 
Bruce Arians saying that he still likes Fournette, there's really not much hope for him right now. And Ronald Jones is the back to own. And then you, you see that he did break his pinky head surgery today. Uh, it's either today or it's actually, it might be set for tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I think I saw Wednesday and I keep getting the days mixed up, but, um, That'll be interesting to see what happens if Fournette is active or if McCoy's the starter or Vaughn's the starter. That is that is very important. Um, I'm not sure if this game is on Saturday or Sunday. I think it might be Sunday. And, and that adds this another wrinkle. One. Uh, another wrinkle in everything is, is not knowing who to play right now uh, with, with uh, you know games on Saturdays and Sundays. Well, um, and then Scott was telling us beforehand that Arian said that he wanted to get Shady more involved. That was the reason for the Fournette scratch. Well, Shady and Keyshawn Vaughn combined for five carries. Like, okay, you didn't, so you didn't get them more involved. So what's the point? Right. And, uh, so, I mean, Shady had four carries for 32 yards, but one of them was like 15 yards. So, like, <laughs> half of his yards came on one carry. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's just a weird situation. There. It just yeah. looks like Rojo's your guy, and he's your only startable running back. If he has, even if he has a pinky issue, if he, if they tell you he's active for that game, it's Rojo. Right. Flip side, Dalvin Cook, obvious. You know, another monster game. He's going to probably carries. finish RB1. Mm-hmm. It's looking like oh, that. I, I mean, Kamara, Kamara could still overtake him, but. Same with Derek Henry. Gets those. Oh, true. Those yards and touchdowns. I mean, he's a guy who's being drafted in, you know, spots six, seven, eight, who probably should have been. What a shit show, the thir- first three picks. <laughs> CMC, Barkley, and Zeke. And then, oh, then you got to pick Michael Thomas, too. Yeah. yeah right yeah, around there. Right. Full PPA, yeah. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> that's so brutal. I never thought of it like Herb that. Smith, yeah. big game. Yeah, so that's a very important thing to note. I mean, and Kyle Rudolph was out, and and I know while Kyle Rudolph was in the weeks before Irv Smith got hurt, Irv Smith is still doing well. Uh, if Kyle Rudolph is out, Irv Smith has to be starting as as a tight end for you. Um, if you have a tight end question, which unless you have Travis Kelsey or Darren Waller, I think you have a tight end question. Yeah. I mean, we on a weekly basis, even the top tight ends are very liable to give you duds at this point. Johnny Smith is no longer startable, so that's one of the top 12 guys that's out. Um, I slide Herb Smith right in there. The only reason he's probably not in the top 12 already is because he missed a lot of games. Right. And it was very odd with uh, the way Tampa Bay's defense had been playing of, of late. Their secondary was, you know, kind of blown apart by the Chiefs, but here we are with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, two top wide receivers this week. Uh, did not do much at all, and it was actually pretty disappointing. A lot of people thought that they were going to do well. I mean, Tampa has a good defense. Like, I was looking at the Yahoo rank and the ESPN rank. They show Tampa as, like, a middle-of-the-pack pass. That's because they got shredded by uh, yeah. one or two teams. It's still very, very good defense. Yeah, they're just one of the most, like, Jekyll Saints and Hyde. And like, Chiefs. you have no idea who's going to show up each week for the the – Tampa uh, defense. You know they right. could give you great games, or they can give you dud games. This happened to be a great one. Right? Yeah, I mean, and, and Pat Mahomes destroyed them. So, yeah, and I mean yeah. that's Pat Mahomes destroys everybody. Yards, right? So. right, exactly. Well, that was Tyree Kill. Yeah, yeah. Um, good point on Irv Smith. Play Chicago next week. I'll pick him up. Pick him up. Forty six dollars. Rest my fat. Oh, rack him up. Rack him up. Uh, next game, I had it loaded. Denver, it's, uh, Denver, and Carolina. Oh, I'm on the wrong game. Yeah, Denver, Denver beats uh, Carolina thirty two to twenty seven. And uh, Mr. Drew Locke. Yeah, this is a pretty Drew good game Locke. for him. Four, Four touchdowns. Yeah, and he's that's all we have to say. That's <laughs> all right, and the next game I was going to wait well, for you to say the yards. He, I didn't want to keep saying the same thing. He started off with a fumble. So I'm like, I got him going in a two quarterback league. I'm like, oh, crap, there's going to be negative points. And they started, you know, racking up the yards and got some touchdowns and bada bing, bada boom. 
Ipso facto. Bada boom. I'm your boss. Yeah. <laughs> Bada boom. Ipso facto. And uh, a, a, a few of those uh, touchdowns went to KJ Hamler, who had a pretty big day. Each of his catches went uh, around 40 yards. Yeah, um, for touchdowns. For touchdowns. <laughs> Which is great because I don't even remember picking him as like my breakout or my sleeper or whatever I picked him as. And dart throw. Dart dart throw. Throw. Oh, he's my dart throw. <laughs> oh, great you picked him as a dart throw? Keep getting those yeah. touchdowns, baby. Good for you. Beginning yeah. of the season. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Tim Patrick scored too. Which, yeah, which I was pleasantly when I shouldn't say surprised. Thirty six yards was kind of scary, but we did say that he's a, he's a guy that has a nose for the end zone. And right. if it wasn't touchdown, he's he's having those games that's close to hundred yards. So you're still starting this guy each week, I think. Yeah, he's he has to be. It's odd the way that his season is going. Like he's inconsistent in every way in his his game, but he's consistently putting up fantasy points. So. Right. It's the it's the weirdest thing, but that, that's what we got to go with. And then the handyman himself, um, you know, ended up with eleven rushes, and and Melvin Gordon uh, had thirteen. So we still have uh, another split backfield. Don't, I had no idea what year you. Yeah, going I, with who's the handyman? handyman? Is that Phil Lindsay? Because <laughs> he gives. Uh, I get it. Because he gives hand jobs. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Kids. That's what, it's the handsy man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to PG it because I before it. I kept saying, "Yeah, you kept blowing dudes." Blowages. Yeah, that's fine. Key a couple two tray uh, over. But the I mean, Melvin Gordon just ran better than. Yeah, he Lindsay. ran way. I better think he got. He either had a touchdown called back or he was stuffed at the goal line too. So if Melvin Gordon gets a touchdown there. Yeah. Good, Sub, good subtract Philip Lindsay's nine-yard run. He went under one <laughs> oh, under so one yard to carry. Hey, talk to Jordan Howard. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, no fan left wicked early with stiffness yes. and illness. And then illness. Yeah. Why not? He they said he got sick on the sideline. He left and went to the locker room. He's going tummy ache. Oh. Lamar Jackson pooped his pants and came back in the game <laughs> and threw a touchdown. <laughs> hey, here's somebody said it. Here's a story for you. <laughs> Larry Izzo once taped his butt cheeks together and had the flu True and story. played a game. True story. True story. And this guy's, oh, my tummy hurts. I can't play the game because Corey started me in three leagues. And Nick Vanette. <laughs> I think on that one drive, he had all those four catches for 20 yards and a touchdown. And I said to be getting the season, a great ad by them. He's a blocking tight end. It's only a tight end left. Yeah. <laughs> and he's catching the ball. Like, I mean, his tummy isn't hurting. So, yeah. And then, um, I mean, I don't even know what I want to say, but like Vanette's shown up in the past in this role. Like everybody else gets hurt, and he comes in and catches. Yeah, the Steelers who've seen it too. But uh, flip side, I, uh, I did want to just say real quick: Noah Fant not practicing on Tuesday. Oh, he still has the tummy ache. Yeah, no, he's an, no he's a candidate for the COVID. So I would just say that right Ooh, now. The Coves, the Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. That'd be pretty bad if he had the COVID. Imagine he that was just on Drew, the sideline. Drew Locke Lock again. It's like, come on! If I have a great game and I get COVID, every time I have a good game, <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor is like, hey, dude. <laughs> dude it, it could be worse. You should get stabbed in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> like, figuratively? No, literally, got stabbed in the heart. <laughs> and figuratively, too, I guess. It's, it's stabbed in the heart and stabbed in the back. <laughs> uh, it's strange, though, because Teddy Bridgewater threw for more yards than Drew Locke, but just didn't have any touchdowns. He yeah. threw for 283 against 280, but no touchdowns. He, did, he did score on the ground, so, I mean, like, it st- that made yeah. it a really good Teddy Bridgewater day. But yeah, it keeps uh, him as a yeah. in, you know a viable fantasy start, but couldn't get it. Robbie Anderson still eight for eighty four. It's a fine day that gives you ten fantasy points. He had some rushing, and two two for thirteen rushes for thirteen. Yeah, so he has like He'll eleven fantasy points. Yeah, it's not gonna, it's, it's not going to kill your matchup, but get in the end zone, man. It's crazy how many people they had run the ball. They had six different running backs. They do it a lot. Yeah. Mike Davis had a 
Great game. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. The two touchdowns. Carries, two touchdowns. 50, 51 yards, two TDs, 42 then, through there. Right. Yeah. On, on very, five, very on five there. And, you know, DJ Moore uh, missed the game, and, and you know, it was it was pretty much Anderson Samuel uh, in the passing game. And then, yeah, Cooper. And then Jesus. Well, Farrow Cooper, yeah, he had a couple catches, but um, we'll see what happens next week. I actually uh, heard that DJ Moore might be activated from the COVID list, so that'll be interesting to know. Yep. Cool, cool. On to the uh, next one. Derrick Henry versus J- Jacksonville. Yeah. Los Tetons. Yeah. yeah, so Derrick Henry beat Jacksonville 31-10. to 10. Mike Glennon <laughs> got benched for uh, Minshew. He so did. Minshew's he back. He did. <laughs> this quarterback. He did. Yeah, so did he get he got benched? I thought he saw that nope. he had a concussion on, nah, the, on the CBS up. ticker. Nah, he sucked. I mean, his face looks like he always <laughs> has a concussion, so. Yeah, well. I can surpri- see, I see how you were confused. I'm amazed a player could get up that high <laughs> and able to hit him in the head. <laughs> Guy's like six eight. His, his, his neck is, is a foot very long. Tall. He, yeah, I was gonna say he's six eight, but his neck to the top of his head is like three foot two. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, Minshew ended up coming in. I don't know if it was halftime or whatever it was, or maybe it was in the fourth. I don't know. But he had 178 yards and a touchdown. Like half half a game, he had 178 That's yards. That's just and a the touchdown. Minshew no fucks given. I said fucks he's quieter, so he, no he, Fs. He, he's just got to play like that. That's that's the mentality he has to play with. If he's if he thinks that he has a shot at winning that job, then he then he loses it. It's, it's terrible too because he lost his job because he got hurt, and then I mean it was like Alex Smith all over again. Yes and no. Like he was playing poor at at a certain point down the stretch. Who yeah. came in before Glennon? Who was it was the, um, uh, uh, Lawton, Lutton, I think yeah. Yeah. Jake Lawton or Luton Luton Luton. Yeah, and he's he did well one game and then absolutely sucked the next, and that's. I mean, that's Mike what Mike Glennon did too. He that's exactly okay. the same then, thing. Uh, James Robinson's twelve for sixty-seven, not terrible, but his first game that he's not really an RB one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did have four catches for sixteen. He's, he's still ten-ish points right around there. So yeah, you, you'll you take su- it, but yeah, you can survive, but it's not what you wanted out of him. You know what's very interesting about that is that Divine Ozigbo ended up getting work for like the first time all season. Oh, the old four Zigbo. catches for yeah, thirty four yards. catches for thirty yards. You mean the guy who I was picking up in all of my leagues? At the the, yeah, of the season? Every, everyone was going. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, guys don't, you guys don't know about Divino Zigbo? This guy, dude, uh, Ugunbowale. Ugunbowale. Yeah, he he caught a pass. One for twelve. Yeah, good yeah. for you. I wouldn't pick them up. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh, uh, eh. No. Um, we're we're back in this carousel with Jacksonville. Uh, now with Minshew back, Keelan Cole. Min- Minshew comes in. Keelan Cole catches touchdown like immediately. And then proceeds to see another seven targets for the rest of the game. Yeah. Coles is doing like primarily with Minshew. Are, are we seeing again another revolving door with Jacksonville? Because it's very easy that Keelan Cole, who had success with Minshew at the beginning of the season, I mean, he was seeing on average just about five targets. I mean, so Minshew got hurt in week seven. Keelan Cole only saw two targets in week seven. Going into that week, he was getting targets left and right from Minshew. And LaVisca to a lesser extent as well. He was he had more work and more run earlier in the season and kind of disappeared for, for big chunks of the time. So it could be Minshew is the key to unlocking those guys, which unfortunately means he slams the door on DJ Shark and uh, 
I mean, everybody else in the offense. Colin right? Johnson. Colin Johnson, who is emerging. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just find it interesting because Keelan Cole is likely a free agent in a lot of people's leagues. So is that a guy that we – and I, I didn't get a chance to peek at the waiver article today that you guys put did together. Did you put him on there? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. He's not somebody I'm scrambling out to get, I don't think. Podcast special for the listeners. I'm not sure Keelan a lot Cole, of people want deep, 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 <laughs> deep, 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 other than Robinson. Deep, deep. With a guy that, that – the, the guys in the waiver articles, he probably deserves to be there. They also play Ravens, but Bears, Colts. I was just going to say, their schedule is also very, very, very Ooh, Yeah, I would not. Um, Can we get to Derek Henry yet? Or? Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, I just wanted to bring it up because know, that's, yeah, it. that's an entire changing oh, yeah. offense. Whereas we talk about Tennessee and we say, well, hmm, Derek Henry. Yeah, you check the boxes of who's uh, who we should expect to see, right? Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, A.J. Brown. All had great games. That's what you expect. Corey Davis kind of failed to turn in a good one. Um, first time in a while. Three for 34. Fumble loss, too. And a fumble loss. So he's one point, really. That's that's not what you want to see out of him. But Derek Henry luckily scored you 31 points if you had him. Grand, grand old day. He went over 200 yards again. Like, like people don't do that on a regular basis. I think he, he must be the first player to ever go over 200 that no, many times in a season. No, no. no. Uh, Jonas other. Gray. Jonas Gray, two times in one year. Went for I'm 200 yards. Like a week almost. I thought this bad. was like his third <laughs> or fourth. <laughs> <Yeah. cut. laughs> well, he was playing for Adam Gase at the yeah. time. Gase is like, whoa, sure. wait oh, a second. Right. Okay. Wait a second. No, you're, no, 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 no. You're too good. Um, and Jerry McNichols got 11 carries too. So you, you, you give <laughs> Henry even like, like Delvin Cook-esque, like 32. He might get through 140 yards. 40 total rushing attempts. He is so much more durable than than Dalvin Cook too. Like I don't, I I get the limiting his workload, but my god, that guy's good. Well, like if you see him running, like D- D- Dalvin Cook's like hitting the defenders. Derek Henry gets the ball, and he if he sees like, oh, I have nowhere to go, he's like, I'm just gonna fall down. But if he sees he has like a slight landing, he's like, okay, boom, stiff arm. Like he's he's hurting defenders. Defenders are. Hurting Dove Cook, like he's player, such a right. brick, he's a brick house. Oh yeah, I mean, so he is, uh, he is six three two forty seven. I mean, he's a linebacker, running at <laughs> linebackers. Um, I don't know. We have to talk too much about anything else. Derrick Henry, two thousand twenty one, pick one overall. Yeah, I would, I would say he's in the conversation to top three. He's definitely in the conversation. Yeah, you're you're going to still have people I've, say CMC and Saquon, but their injury histories are problematic. I would rather right. take a guy I know is going to be on the field, and it looks like Derrick Henry's that guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, knock on if Cook and Henry finishes his season healthy, you could say they take over the Zeke and Barkley role for the two and three, and maybe you keep CMC there. I would throw Kamara just as high. I yeah, mean, Kamara, yeah, Kamara as well with Breeze this year was the RB1. Once, once, right, once Breeze right. got hurt, that's right, when right. Dalvin Cook became the RB1. I, I still hesitate on Dalvin Cook. I'm not sure if I'd ever take him number one because of his injury history, and it's starting to be that same way with Saquon. I think this is just a down, uh, unfortunate situation, a culmination of things for CMC because this has really just been the one year. Um, but, yeah, Derrick Henry should absolutely be. If you want that safe pick, that's where you're going to go. And we will we'll, we'll start talking about that more and more in, the, in probably the next week, maybe even Friday. Um, speaking of a, uh, another running back, uh, Colts forty four beat the the Raiders twenty seven. In my God, I was happy to see JT that boy. out <laughs> twenty it, for one fifty and two touches. I like it's that. the same thing with the Rams. They finally are picking a guy, and Jordan Wilkins got one rush. And and maybe this is what we're gonna see with these three headed running back backfields or multi headed backfields, especially that in, include rookies. Is let them learn. Go with the RBBBC. 
our running back by committee, screw the uh, acronym, <laughs> you do that for 12, 13, 14 weeks, and then you pick your guy and you run him into the playoffs. Now you're ready to go. You know, you're rocking and rolling. Maybe it's a better way to keep him healthy. I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe he, just for the future, maybe don't panic as much on a rookie. Keep him on your bench. Don't drop him. Let him, you know, let him grow into a role for 10 weeks if you can hold the bench spot. Give your rookies COVID. He's been give, fantastic since give he him the COVID. COVID. Give him the COVID. <laughs> give him the COVID. You get a little vial of COVID. It's available on Amazon.com. Top Shelf Fantasy branded. <laughs> now, <laughs> what what is going to continue to hurt Jonathan Taylor is Naheem Hines. I mean, Naheem Hines is still very, very effective on yeah, very tough. limited touches, which as an offense... You don't have to give Naheem Hines 15 carries for him to be effective in a part of the offense. You only have to give him, like, five. Yep. Which is still five that get taken away from Jonathan Taylor. So, a little disappointing because I want more. Oh, but, right. Uh, I want, but, but fantastic. You I want loved the, it. You want 27 rush attempts, not 20. Right. I get it. If you go 27 for 208, you're like, ooh, that's it's a good game. All right. Derrick Henry, baby. It's <laughs> to be greedy in fantasy football. That's exactly how you should take it. Yep. And Phil Rivers, great game. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton. Two more teddies. Three weeks in a row scoring what a touchdown. happened? And here's the thing. We're now going to pivot to T.Y. And Pittman's probably going to explode again. I mean, this is what it's been all season. Like, well, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, we talked well, about the on... carousel that's down in Jacksonville. There's a carousel going on right now in Indy uh, for the Colts. Yeah, Pittman's yeah. still getting looks. I mean, he still had five targets on the game. You just like, there's so many people that Rivers is throwing at. You'd like to see him just focus on Ty and and and, uh, and Pittman. I Again, we're not Doyle. we're not greedy. I mean, yeah, it's okay to be greedy. We don't ask for much. We ask for everything. <laughs> Trey Burton, not even a target. Yep, scumbag. Yeah, Mo Ali Cox had one, and Jack Doyle had three. I started him in a dynasty league. I still won, but I'm like, oh my god, if I lost by a point, I was gonna freak the fuck <laughs> out. Um, on the on the Raiders side. I mean, Nelson Derek Aguilar. Well. <laughs> yeah, Nelson Aguilar caught that one right at the beginning of the game. I touchdown. I hate him. He does not know if he wants to be good, bad, or in no. between. He just wants to be annoying. When, when everyone he's great at it. plays him, he sucks. When everyone benches him and cuts him, he has a game. Uh, he's a guy where I'm not starting if I'm in the playoffs because I know he's going to go out there and do shit for me. Yeah. And what it Derek, Derek Carr gave you like risky. 18 points? That my math right on that? 316 for two touchdowns, but the two picks. He had a rushing touchdown, so that's probably oh, 20, 20. 25 okay. point eight. Yeah, yep. okay. bastard. Yeah, not not too bad. I mean, took the touchdown away from Jacobs. Craig, what was the Jacobs tweet he did beginning of oh. the game? Okay, yeah. So I fell for it because I didn't want to deal with that. Like so, a CEH kind of thing. So he <laughs> was active. And then he posted on Twitter two separate pi- like picture things, and like it was it was just like a page with writing on it, and it wasn't like an actual tweet with his words, but it was one of those picture things, and it said, "Guys, I'm not really active." And then in in, in another picture, he goes, "Fantasy football players are all hot right now," and I'm like, "I have no idea." I mean, and, and people are saying, and even Shafter retweeted, and he goes, "Well, he is active," and I'm like. I guess I'm just going to take this as he's active in an emergency basis because he was coming off that ankle. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit him. I'm not going to deal with it. Because if he goes out there and puts up a zero and he told me prior that I'm, I'm going to be I'm pretty upset. sure I texted you. He's on the field doing warm-ups and pads. Like, he's they, playing. They, they did. They, they had said that, too. They're like, he's on the field warming up. So he trolled the entire fantasy uh, football community. And I hate him for it. While, while that's the case, the guy I did replace him for got the exact same amount of points. So it didn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, he didn't do that much. No, yeah. he didn't. He had 8.9 fantasy points. 
and half yeah. point scoring. Which is still not what you're looking for out of Josh Jacobs. It's like 8.9. Okay, cool. I could stomach that from, I don't know, Jeff Wilson. But, like, if I'm playing Josh Jacobs, I want 15 to 20. You want to know something it. really funny? The guy I put him in for was Jeff Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it all works out. But, yeah, uh, Darren Waller, I guess we should talk about him. 7 for 75. Good game, but Moreau steals a forty-seven yard touchdown from him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh dude. yeah, and Carves is like first round pick for Moreau. Oh. Anyone? Any yeah. Dakers? Where we had to we had to remind <laughs> Carves that the trade deadline is still in effect. <laughs> I'll give you a fourth round if you turn the trade deadline off. Oh yeah, then he started to get really angry, saying well, the, 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 the teams out of the playoffs should be allowed to trade. He just wants to trade with me. He just he wants, wants to trade. He's going crazy. <laughs> uh, he's got nothing to do. Uh, Seattle beat up the Jets forty to three. This was the uh, the d- Trojan raping of the year. They <laughs> didn't even show more than one play on red zone from I this saw, game. I, I saw nothing at all in this game. Th- this was yikes. Big, big, big yikes. Did Sam Darnold see some ghosts again? He didn't uh, throw any picks. Uh, no picks. He saw the ghosts <laughs> and he just let them sack him instead. <laughs> I mean, you'd think he'd throw picks and get sacked more for this uh, score, but uh, no. It's just a gross game. Russell Wilson right. killed him. I mean, yeah. Hyde and Carson, both fine days. The Jets suck. I mean, I think I played um, – no, I didn't. I was going to play Bashad Perryman. I'm happy I didn't. I, I did play Perryman just because um, – I mean, Seattle defense has been bad too. Right. And and uh, what's his name was out? Denzel Mims was out. So, but, I mean, yeah, Mims was out. And Crider was like very hurt. questionable yeah, too. Yeah, he was very questionable. They said like he should be in limited capacity in this game. And that's basically what happened. You saw Jeff Smith again. You saw Jaleel Scott. Braxton Barrios a ton. So, it, 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 did just, you get this? Just one thing I wanted to point out because I don't even really want to spend this much time on the Jets. Frank Gore, active, fumbled. Yep. So, poop. Bad day. I mean, this is just your your reminder, your yearly reminder that no matter how bad you think a team's defense is, like the Seahawks, they're so much better than your local high school team, like the Jets. And they're just <laughs> going to beat them to, to a pulp. Oh, oh boy. Uh Chris Carson, great day. 12 carries, 76 yards of TD, three catches for 22. Carlos Hyde, 15 carries now. It's probably indicative because they were just beating the shit out of the Jets, but it's good to see that Carlos Hyde's still effective yep. against the high school uh, defense of the Jets. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the one guy that's concerning for me on the Seattle offense that I want to talk about is Tyler Lockett. Yeah. He does not seem to be the Tyler Lockett that you drafted him as or to be the guy that he's been in the past. And I don't know that it's DK Metcalf taking all that work because you'd think, okay, well, they got to cover DK. Where's Tyler Lockett now? He should be getting all these looks. He just isn't. It's going to guys like Will Disley. Chris Carson's in the passing game. David Moore's getting, you know, three three catches and five targets, which is almost a better line than Tyler Lockett. But, like, 52 yards out of Tyler Lockett is not acceptable. Well, I think when I was going through our, our start sits with him and, and doing our hit misses, I think he had, like, a 9.4 game. I think I ended up giving him a wash. But I'm like, for... Tyler Lockett, 9.4 should be a miss. Like, 9 point, you need 15 out of Tyler Lockett on a weekly basis. It's crazy. He, he, he's, 12. he's been like this the last maybe five weeks where it's – this is his, basically his floor, which is which is a good floor, right? And he has an amazing ceiling, sure. Um, but with DK in there, it's it's it, he his, his ceiling, I'm not sure, is going to see 40 again. I don't think it's going to see 30 again. It, it might see 20. Uh, but those those ceiling days are going to DK now, and, and Tyler well, in this game here specifically, I don't think is is too indicative on on what his actual future will look like because they play the Jets that didn't need to pass. Um, but you're right. I mean, Lockett doesn't seem to be the primary target. I mean, a, a lot of it also has to do with his role. I mean, he he's not he's he's his role right now is playing the slot. 
and he's playing the slot and catching the ball and falling. Yeah, and, and that that's what's happening. I and mean, again, that's, like, that's just what he is. It's just been too much of that and not enough of those huge bombs. Like, he is still hyper talented. I, I don't know. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's not feeling up to well, it. Well, I mean, we see, we see it. We see, I mean, we can even we can look at the Steelers. The Steelers use their three wide receivers all very differently, and any one of them can pop off at any time. Yep. Obviously, the DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, David Moore is very very different. DK Metcalf mostly dominating, but Tyler Lockett still has that ability to pop off for 100 yards and a couple TDs. Yeah. It just hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, he's really he's just more of at this point to me a flex play than your your lock in your wide receiver one two spot. Which yeah, is, it, it it hurts to see because I'm a big Tyler Lockett guy. I like him. I think he's always been good. He's always been a sneaky pick that usually drops to you a little late and you can get really good value on. This year, I mean, what he has a gun double digits in three or four weeks, right? You're it's like, been four weeks oh. since double digits, and then uh, before that, it was another four weeks till his forty-five point. So he's game. due. Who's he playing next week? They uh, have Washington. He's not week. due. He's not. And, due. Then, and then they have the Rams in in week. Uh, it could it could be the Rams. That's a divisional opponent game. I always yeah, say those those, always, those division games can always be uh, well. And of course, a, a shit you, show. Of course, you know Jalen Ramsey and DK Metcalf have a date in the ring. So yeah, well, I would very love true. to see those two fist fight. Uh, they pretty much did the first time yes, this season. Awesome. Um, I do love how Russell Wilson threw for four touchdowns in one forward. Like, he didn't have to do that at all. Oh, no. no. He's got to pad the NAP stats right now. That's exactly what that was. Yeah, I don't know that he's uh, he's in the discussion, but I don't know that he's going to be taking that, that trophy home. I know at the beginning of the year we were like, yeah, yeah I for think sure. It's, I think it's Rodgers, Mahomes, and probably Derrick Henry. Yeah, I would I'd love to see there. a non-quarterback I, win it. Oh. Big My fan of non-quarterback. Henry. If he gets yes. 2,000 and maybe, yeah. maybe playoffs, I don't know how you don't give it to him. But it's the NFL. It's probably going to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay beats uh, Detroit 31-24. to Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had a uh, Rodgers, great game. Two touchdowns. Great game. 290 And yards, a rushing yeah. TD. And a rushing TD. The thing is, your life is so easy when you throw a nice like eight-yard slant to Devontae Adams, and he just breaks every tackle on the field and takes it for 56 that, yards. He's an animal. That was a nice play. Yeah. I mean, that was a very nice and, play. And again, somebody's going to get the ball to him. Somebody's going to see that he's open, so you can't knock Rodgers for throwing to the open guy or the – Devonta Adams level of open, which is usually like you know no separation at all and just breaking every tackle. But the dude's a monster. And then even MVS goes out for six six catches, eighty five yards, and a what touchdown. The, we say, we say, Cause we, my boy, we, where's where's MVS coming from? Him again? and Lazard like, switched off. roles. Yeah, this They're, week they switched jerseys. And and MVS uh, he made a pretty impressive seventeen catch. point stack correction. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, the wrong jersey on. He had a pretty impressive catch, uh, touchdown catch. Um, so don't I will credit, give him credit him. for that. No, I mean yeah, he, he got now credit when credits due. No, yeah. and then Tunyon's getting in the end zone again. Oh, yeah. the Tunyon's, Mister Funny and Tunyon's. Uh, my computer's going nuts, telling me I need to update things. I'm very nervous. Oh, my computer's going to. We have five more matchups. Shit down. <laughs> it's it's because that goddamn trophy's on the thing. <laughs> um, Aaron Jones disappoints. Jamal Williams. Who I'm I'm very disappointed in Jamal Williams because if I didn't let Mersh pick the uh, sleeper pick, I was going to take Jamal Williams. He got the volume we said he was going to get. He did nothing with it, which it doesn't usually happen. Usually, when he gets like the ten carries, he would have gotten like sixty yards or something. On this paper, ex- we did think that it was a Jones and Jamal game, right, right? And we talked about it being a high scoring game. It was like uh, everything we thought of game script wise was what happened. He just didn't produce. Yeah. That's a stinker. Uh, on the Detroit side, Matty Stafford injured his rib. 
Carter, Carter, Carter and he's a tough guy too. So he's always going to come he's back in the game. Probably going to play if he can. He tried to play through a broken back last year. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say this. Is he tried to go back in this game too. Like, no, what was, you, what no. was his rookie? <laughs> what was his rookie year where he separated his shoulder, threw the touchdown, and then leave, left the game? To coach, game I can't feel my entire body. <laughs> he's that like I think he's from Georgia. He's that Southern tough. He just doesn't even care. Oh, Georgia? Georgia. That's Southern. And then uh, DeAndre Swift did absolutely nothing, but he got a touchdown. So you're like, all right, cool. He had eight points. Yeah. I mean, he also only had seven carries, which is a stinker. Uh, but yeah. Martin Other Jones. Than- you look at so- this stat line and you're like, what, what were they down by 100 points? All they did was throw the ball the whole game. I'm looking at all of the stat lines and I'm so confused. So why the hell did you give Adrian Peterson four carries? <laughs> Whatever. And then carry on the goal line touchdown. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Uh, Marvin Jones actually was pretty impressive in some of the uh, his uh, catches that were overturned by either blocking fouls or something, some other crazy. He had a big thing. touchdown too, right? He had a touchdown called back. Uh, he had a couple crazy other uh, you know plays called back. So I actually I felt bad. He he should have had a much better day. What did Detroit pick up like Nikhil Harry or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, it's called, yes. Mohamed they switched jerseys. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, though, scores. That's 11 targets. Yeah, the team is targets. Yeah. It's perfect. Love it. Uh, all right. Let's talk to this game. Because <laughs> you know, we'll be talking about this one for a little bit. Uh, I got to get a beer. Saints suck. Eagles beat the Saints 24 to 21. Jalen Hurts. Oh, my God. Brings the Eagles to their first win in probably, what, four weeks? It was like. The Eagles jumped out early in the second quarter and just didn't look back. And the Saints looked so uncomfortable playing from behind. They just didn't look very Saint-like. They didn't look like themselves. They looked scared. I don't know. That's the best way to put it. They weren't taking well, any chances. Nothing was working for them. Uh, you know, like the defense is good. Like we had talked about going into the game, they they keep the ball. They 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 take their time. They're not they're not hurry up. And and in this game, it's not going to work out if the other team's scoring in two seconds. Yeah, like they're they're not built to play from behind and play catch up. They, I mean, they do occasionally get those quick strike touchdowns, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't want to say it was all Jalen Hurts. I think it was largely the Philly defense. Just you know, maybe it was that spark that Doug Peterson was talking about. We need to get a spark, this and that. But you, you go out and you hold the Saints scoreless in the first half. You deserve the win. I mean, no matter how you slice it, that's that's a great great accolade for you, even without Drew Brees. Yeah, I, 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 um, I'm, I'm honestly speechless. Like I'm looking through the game log. I mean, Jalen Hurts attempted 30 passes, targeted Miles Sanders five times, targeted Greg Ward five times, and targeted Dallas Gardner six times. Those were the three leaders that he was looking at. Alshon Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey's touchdown. It was the perfect like back. Shoulder, not back shoulder. I, I don't. That's a purposely underthrown yeah. ball where you're throwing that ball before the receivers he turn around. He can only catch it. No defender can get to that ball. Right, and like, uh, where was that Alshon Jeffrey throughout the whole year? Like, I'm watching. That was a play specifically designed for Alshon Jeffrey. He looked alive. He looked like he could actually catch the ball on that one specific play. <laughs> I want, yeah, the, I want the, the rest of the game, he looked like dog shit. <laughs> it just um, doesn't look like he can move out there, but he can still go he, catch he the ball. He looks like shit. He used yeah. all his energy for that play, which is great because it was a TD. But and, then, I, and I don't think you're you're playing him or whatever. I mean, Rager had a couple good catches. I was I was 
very, very happy to see Miles Sanders get involved. I was more happy to see that Dallas Goddard was targeted six times. Yep. Like Jalen Hurts relied on the probably best weapon Zach Ertz, on that. Three targets. Well, Zach Ertz doesn't want it. Zach Ertz doesn't, doesn't want to be there. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to to even think of Zach Ertz at this point. It looks like they want to move on from him all season. And even now, they, the new regime, the new quarterback, the new everything, they want to continue to, to go in this direction. And and they're going to – this is the exact same stat line you're going to see the rest of the year from Jalen Hurts. Uh, in college, he was a 50-50 pass or run type of quarterback, and that's exactly what happened in this game. He had 17 completions but 18 rushing attempts. Uh, had over 100 rushing yards. So this is going to be what Jalen Hurts is. Um, he's going to be that rushing quarterback, but it's, you know, can he stay healthy? Is he going to is he going to be like uh, Kyler Murray separated his shoulder this year? Is he going to be like Lamar Jackson? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, he passed for more yards than Lamar did, so. <laughs> that's very true, and, and well, I mean, week, yes. and, and that threat of him running obviously opens a lot up for Miles Sanders, and it's obvious and like they're very right. good to coexist like that. The problem is, I don't know how many times Miles Sanders is breaking an 82-yard run. You saw even on this one, he was yeah. wide open and nobody was near him. Thank God he made it this time. He didn't tear, he didn't hurt himself again on a, or another long no one. J.J.R. Sega to not block. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but if you take that out, he goes 13 for 30, 13 carries for 30 yards, and that's not a really a good game. So. I'm not saying he's back. I'm just saying temper your expectations on how many points he's going to give you in the future. But Jalen Hurts might be start-worthy if he's going to give you 100 yards on the ground. It was yeah. good to see Sanders get a goal line work, too, because yeah. we've seen them try to pass it. We've seen him try to give it to Boston Scott. So Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big temper your expectations for this team. I mean, this that Saints defense has been fantastic all year, and yep. this has – Rookie quarterback with absolutely no NFL film on him. I was just going to say that. Yep. All over it. Right. Exactly. Sean Payton is a fantastic film watcher. Guess what he didn't have this week? Right. (laughs) Right. Um, All right. The Saints were the Saints. I don't know. We really need to talk about them. I mean, Miles Sanders caught a. Emmanuel Sanders caught a TD. Michael Thomas still eight catches for 84 yards. Yeah, that team watched Drew Brees back in a bad way. I bet you he's back next week. I don't know. I hope so. But they didn't say he had a throwing session this past week, and he was still sore, and they said they didn't want to rush him back because of their record. Um, I I would think with the loss like this, their struggles on offense and, you know, possibly being a a, a key matchup against Kansas City, they may play him. Um, It's all going to be dependent on his injury, and it doesn't sound sound promising. I mean, they got three games left on the season, and the Bucs are pressing them. I mean, the Bucs are 8-5, and Saints are 10-3. and That's their only competition. I'm I'm hoping for it, because if Breeze isn't playing, I'm starting Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. And it's not good. <laughs> but um, Alvin Kamara did all right. You know, he had his work in the air, uh, which, you know, ended up saving his day because he only had 50 rushing yards on the ground. He did have a touchdown. Uh, uh, but, that you know, outside of that, this is really what you've seen from him, you know, uh, up and down, no blow-up games that he had before. Taysom Hill is is continuing to limit that with, with Alvin Kamara. Oh, the Saints already clinched a wild card. I'm sure, you know, they, I'm sure they don't want it, but. Chargers beat the Falcons 20-17. Mike Williams exited the game with a back injury. Limited on Tuesday. That happened pretty early, too. Yeah. Well, and it opened up the door for a guy named, uh, what is it, uh, Tyron Johnson. Johnson. I wouldn't pay much attention to that. But, yeah, I mean, 
So this was funny. We actually had a Twitter question. Somebody asked us, do you start Russell Wilson or do you start uh, Herbert? And I actually said start Herbert because Wilson and the Seahawks should be beating the shit out of the Jets and they should just run it, which is what which happened. And Wilson only scored 19 points. If you sat here and told me that Justin Herbert was going to throw the ball 44 times and complete 36 passes, I would easily say that he's going over 350 yards and like three TDs. He had a very good stat line. He ended up, he did throw a pick, but it is so funny to see this young Los Angeles Chargers team beat the hell out of an, a veteran Atlanta team and Matt Ryan just shitting his pants without Julio Jones. Like that, after week, that is this story. After a week, Matt Ryan has played so poor. He's yeah. like, he looks like he has taken that edge over the cliff. Uh, the, we talk about it with 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 old veteran quarterbacks. You saw it with with Peyton Manning. Unfortunately, this is happening five years early for Matt Ryan. It just looks like he is done. Yeah, he. I mean, he's got the weapons around him. Like, don't get it twisted. He still has Todd Gurley and decent running backs that can run the ball when needed. And he still has Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage and uh, Hayden Hurst. So, there's no excuse to not be getting this done. I, I know you're missing Julio. Guess what? Ninety nine percent of the league doesn't have a Julio on their team to begin with, and other guys get it done. So, and if they do, that guy's hurt too. <laughs> exactly. And they don't have Calvin Ridley or Russell Gage, which to point out, the Calvin Ridley touchdown was on the Russell Gage pass. Exactly. So, <laughs> neither of them actually had good fantasy days with Matt Ryan. Yeah, and for some reason they're playing Laquan Treadwell and throwing him the ball. Move on. He's first round pick. I, know. I think they just. Kind of I was so big on him coming out. He's on the Vikings. Today, I was like, yeah. this guy dude. They something about they him. actually cut him I'm after. Pretty sure. Yeah, him. I'm pretty sure they just cut him. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Laquan. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. It, Good. It's him or one of those receivers from that draft class that are horrible. <laughs> it's like, coach, NS what do you want me to do? Josh yeah. Doxson, I believe, was in the same class. Oh yeah, well, he's he's not even in the same breath though. <laughs> um, I also thought he would be nasty. Yeah, that running game's horrible. We said bench Todd Gurley. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think. If I say it again this week, it's it's kind of too obvious. <laughs> yeah. Would you? I mean, would you consider picking up and starting Ito Smith? No, he hasn't played well either. He gets Tampa and then Casey. So. I, I mean, he he's got the attempts, but I'm not touching this entire back. And until the until this week, I thought it was going to be Brian Hill. You know what? I'll pick up Keith Smith. He's doing the same thing. Yeah, right. one for three. Let's go. No oh, shit. Let's I would go. pick up Tony Pollard and play him over these guys. Yeah, that I, that, that I would do. I would, I would um, agree with that. Great game from Austin Eckler. Involved yep. heavily in the passing game, involved in the running game. Justin Jackson was back, but Caleb Balazs was still there. A factor did nothing. Uh, Keenan Allen, touchdown, not a huge day, but... Yeah. Not a huge day, but this is this is great. If Nine receptions. Floor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, that, that's this, fantastic. This is, Keenan Allen this year is definitely taking a step up because Herbert's there. Um, and then, you know, Hunter Henry did get involved. You know, eight, eight targets himself, 41 uh, total yards on six receptions. is pretty good. I uh, wish he would have had a touchdown as well, but, uh, you know, he, he seems to be involved. Hunter Henry should be a starting tight end. Uh, football team. Beat what? beat the 49ers 23-15. to Chase Young. How are we doing? Yeah, Chase hey. Young, man. What do you have? Did he have a fumble return, like, right away? Was that he, what happened? What I'm not sure what game? it was, but I just know the replay, and he just looks like a – yeah. yeah okay. So it was, it was a man amongst kids. It was. It was at the end of the second quarter. Uh, it was. It was forty-seven yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Guy's a monster. Um, biggest storyline of this entire game: Kyle Uzcheck 
scores a TD. That, that was a, somebody's dart throw score. this week. Because Scotty's dart throw. Use check. Did he score a touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, receiving touchdown. Yeah. Yep. I, yep, I won that one. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> this is the biggest story. Um, I also wanted to point out, I really, really wish we shotgun bet on... Uh, we got a Twitter question about Ayuk. Mm. I wish we shotgun bet that. We would have won. I mean, Debo went out early, so that factored into Ayuk having a good game, but... Uh, I believe I took mm, Kareem Hunt in that uh, debate. There was a I don't co- know. I don't. I think that was a different. Was it, there was, was a Tully's couple a different. Tully, oh, okay. Tully's was. There was a. There was another one because That's I was the only Ayuk, one that right? took Ayuk. I'll look it up. In right Tully's yeah. question, so I don't know why. Uh, I, I I don't understand how Ayuk had a good game. I really don't. Like Washington's uh, defense is. Yeah, he had. He, he caught the ball ten times and then ran it forward <laughs> for one hundred nineteen <laughs> yards, which is longer than the length of a football field. No, no, no! I get the stats. Guys. I didn't score. I just don't understand <laughs> how the 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 actual production happened. Right, right. Like Washington's defense is really good right now, and they they've had uh, one of the best secondaries. It, it just didn't make sense to me why that was the 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 choice, but it ended up working out. You know, it worked. Ayuk, Mike Williams, and DJ Chark. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one. What did I say? I said Ayuk. You said Ayuk. Yeah. We were, me and, oh, you, okay. me yeah. and you said yeah, Ayuk, and, then, and they both said right. Mike yeah. Williams, I think. I took DJ or Shark. You took DJ Shark. You took Mike I Williams. I took Mike Williams, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, he hurt. Which, which is really more or less a joke, because Ayuk probably doesn't have this game if Debo uh, was healthy the whole game. Um, all right. I joke around about what the, the biggest storyline is. Raheem Mostert. That's we don't the know. We line. don't know what his MRI is going to be. Uh, we'll wait on that. We'll probably talk about it on Friday or whatever. But Jeff Wilson, 11 carries. Tevin Coleman, nowhere to be seen. Kyle Juszczyk getting involved. Jarek McKinnon's gone. And there's there's another guy. I'm forgetting another guy. Jermichael Hasty's dead. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, on, the, he's on the IR. Yeah. He's on the IR. Yeah, he's, so he's dead. He's close to death. So Jeff Wilson, if he's not owning your league, you should own already. And, I mean, yeah. we've been saying that for weeks now, so I'm not going to beat the dead horse. But re- even if his MRI comes back clean, uh, yeah, I'd be hesitant to... St- to play most yeah <laughs> so they get um they get dallas next week though. Oh, which so means you have to start a running back out of this backfield based on the, who dallas is dallas has allowed the most rushing yards to any uh, you know to any running back this year they're, um, they're allowing the most so at this point you're hoping that Mostert's going to sit the week so then you know that you can play um right. wilson comfortably and maybe even coleman if he's healthy yeah, I don't know though, because he had because it, it was well, weird backwards in his last performance. He he had <laughs> negative eleven yards. <laughs> his best two yards. Was, 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 was it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like ten. Hey, Jordan Howard, I got you. I like, got you beat. Slowly got hammered backwards. Like no, you had two carries, and when you went substantially, you ran directly backwards, <laughs> and somebody caught you because they didn't know what you were doing. Did you guys see Pat Mahomes do that this week against oh my 30, It's like 30 yeah. something yards back. That was bad. So I got you right where I want where you. I'm like, he's a guy that that's like, all right, if, <laughs> I, if, if I at least throw it, it's intentional grounding, I'll get hit with a 15 yard penalty. Sure. Screw it. Yeah. Nope. You don't take that as the 30 yard sack. Like, c- c- come on, man. It's straight up me and Madden just running scared away from a million rushers and getting tackled, which yeah. is not how so you can play NFL football. On Washington. the Washington team side, Alex Smith gets hurt. And we saw that take a big hit to J.D. McKissick, who had a decent running game, 11 for 68, but the passing game, 2 for 18, wasn't there. And for Washington, you know, beating them, barely going over 100 yards passing, and no big running game. Yeah, Washington, It was all defense. Yeah, Washington's winning games yeah. on the backs of their defense. Chase, Chase, Chase Young. Young. Chase Young. 
if Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback <laughs> yeah. here going forward, that's it's scary. I mean, it, it, it's very – I think you said Alex Smith has the cap injury. He's likely to play. So hopefully that's the case. And hopefully he's healthy and he can play at a high level and because it's, without it's that – It's on his real leg, not his fake leg. <clears throat> oh, good. good, good, good. <laughs> no, no, I thought it – was it on his fake leg? No, it's his fake leg. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no, it, it was it was there was the concern at the broadcast is they had this giant like air cast around it. Does he even have a calf on that leg? Too strained. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, so if he was strained his calf, I'm like, that's probably bad for that leg. Yeah, Logan Thomas, great game for a tight end. Terry McLaurin is the last couple weeks. Yeah, he went from kind of scary. One of the most consistent guys. I was calling him quarterback proof at one point, I believe. Now he's showing that he is very quarterback dependent. So. Yeah, two for twenty-four. Well, I would say this entire team is quarterback dependent if Dwayne Haskins is throwing the ball. But but Greg Dwayne Haskins is his college quarterback. But but Dwayne Haskins Dickie? sucks. That's true. Dickie, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> the connection's so pure, dude. James Prochet, dude. Uh, he didn't start James Prochet. Oh, jackass. Uh, Bills beat the Steelers twenty-six to fifteen. This was a good uh, game. This was yeah, Steelers. Steelers. Steelers choking two in a row, right? Um, I, I love it so much. They were such. They were so cocky about being undefeated. So fraud. Yeah, and we fraud. need to. We need to talk about the Steelers. We we need to talk about the Steelers for a bit. Something has happened to James Conner, and I'm talking about him on our next podcast. Something has happened to him since I traded for him. He found. So out. I don't like that. He found out that you got him. Um, he was, he was having, who hurt you? He, he was having such a nasty year, and then we had the like trade deadline special, who to go for, and I'm like, go for James Conner. He's having a great year. He's one of the easiest schedules great toward schedule. the end of the year. What the fuck? Well, I know he does have the thigh strain now, or whatever he had. Like, he picked up a quad injury. But that's not his excuse for the last three weeks either. Like he what Right. The? I think he was on the COVID list at one point, but like yep. he has sucked when he's been on the field since we were recommending trading for him, which I did. I knew right. I shouldn't have fucking done it. Right when I, I hate, lost I my hate. opportunity to was, dump his salary. He was my <laughs> he was so he's my bust of the year too. And I and I'm like, you know, like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll never go around him. I'll never yeah, I'll yeah. That's exactly it. I was like, Oh yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong. It's been a very bad blah, year blah, when blah. all right, I was wrong. And there's then they go off or players, they, they suck. There's certain players, and Doug Martin's one of them. I know mean, we've we've talked about that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, Doug Martin. <laughs> it just doesn't work out. Anytime he's on my team, he's 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 terrible. Anytime he's not on my team, he's fantastic. Um. All right, so there's a there's a mess of shit going on with the Steelers right now because. Not only the running backs. I mean, we're we're at about an hour and fifteen minutes, so that's why I'm kind of ch- I'm trying to move this uh, to the to the wide receivers. I've been saying this, and we've seen it in the last two or three weeks. Deontay Johnson's dropping the ball all over the place. Chase Claypool is just sloppy on the field. F- fantastic freak of a talent. It, it, don't get me wrong, just sloppy in in pass pro or whatever. They benched. Deontay Johnson in the first half due to drops. Yeah, that yeah. is not good for a team that no. is eleven and two. Like they, they brought him back, going but on. still, like, right? I mean, he's been dropping the ball the last three or four games, and they still getting the targets. Now they're going to be say bench him, and they mentioned it on the broadcast too. You can't afford to have drops in this Steeler offense where Big Ben is releasing the ball the fastest he ever has in his career and the fastest in the NFL this year. Because that means that you're running short routes. And if you're going to run short routes and that's your offense, you need to have that five-yard gain on first down. You can't afford the drop because now you're behind the chains and you're never going to get a first down. 
that's a problem, especially when you then go back to the running game and you look at nobody on your team having the ability to run the ball for positive yardage. James Conner, 10 for 18 yards. You haven't picked up a first down in three weeks. Right. Like, you got to figure this out quickly if you're the Steelers and you intend to win anything. And it's and it's it's concerning for me as I watch the team go forward because I don't have much faith that they're going to do it. <clears throat> My biggest gripe with the Steelers are is it's insanity, right? The definition of insanity, right, is is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. Targeting Deontay Johnson twelve to fifteen times a game and expecting him to catch thirteen to fourteen of those is just insanity at this point. Like, it's not going to happen. It hasn't happened. Like, I just don't understand what's going on. So this team that was 10-0 and two weeks ago, or uh, excuse me, 11-0 two weeks ago, now 11-2, and and massive questions across the entire roster from figure a fantasy it out. perspective. Figure it out. Um, Juju had a good day. Ebron had, you know, probably a tight end one type of day. Two for 30? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Six, po- <laughs> six points. It's four points. Yeah, it's four points. Oh, oh I'm looking. I'm looking in a full PPR league. Then, um, okay, yeah. Well, whatever. Screw it. He's yeah, probably still bracket. tight end. Still one. not very. Uh, good. James Washington, uh, six targets in the touchdown. Steal so, the touchdown again. Let's throw that out there. And this is against a not very great Buffalo Bills pass defense this year. I know they stepped up a bit. Trey Davis White and uh, Levi Wallace looked a lot better, but the Steelers not doing this against the the Bills is the Steelers not going to do this against anybody. So. Yeah. I don't know. Want to talk about the Bills? Zach Moss took yeah. over the backfield. Yeah, so remember when yep. Singletary completely just took over Zach Moss? After and... the big, massive, horrible fumble by Zach Moss? The yeah, and, line? and he proceeded to look really good. Yeah, yeah well, apparently and he looks better than not worth anything. This game, too, on a pre-yards yeah. carry, but again, this is a backfield I'll, I'll avoid in playoffs. Yeah, you can't. Don't touch it. Don't guess on it because it's going to... The starter is giving you four point three points. Yeah, Josh yeah, Allen makes some really nice throws though, so he's still he's locked Stephon in as a starter. Diggs, Stephon fantastic Diggs. game. Yeah. yeah, I mean this offense honestly makes me feel like a a lesser poor man's Kansas City offense, where you never know what you're getting out of that backfield. You know the quarterback's going to produce, and you know Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Diggs is going to be nasty. I mean they don't have Travis Kelsey, but no, yeah. no, they they do not. No. Uh, so one thing to note on this team, John Brown is activated from IR, I believe, and will play this weekend. Yeah, he's practicing. I think as of today, he was there. Glenn, uh, Gl- is it Glenn? It's not Glenn. Gabriel, Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Glenn, Davis. big baby Davis. Not a great it, it, game, he, but a touchdown. He takes eight targets. That's eight targets. I missed that. Yeah, three catches for uh, 19 yards in a TD. I mean, decent day. I think I had him at a sit, um, but eight targets. I mean, that was shocking with that touchdown. Me. Without it, that's a pretty uh, big set. So yeah, definitely yeah. hit that then. And Cole Beasley, uh, you know, still got all of his targets. You know, ten, you ten know, double targets. digits targets. Um, uh, not a fantastic day for him. Um, but if that's you know what what he's gonna have as a floor, that's pretty good. And pretty good defense too. So I mean, yeah, I'll chuck it up as a loss. I'll, I'll still start him as a flex play going forward. That's true, except I, I wanted to mention that John Brown thing specific of Cole Beasley because when John Brown does play, Cole Beasley does take a backseat in targets. Yeah, but... I think the you, important you, part is that... I just wish John Brown wouldn't come back. Yeah, I, 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 wish, I wish so, too. For how for do you? That, but, but here's the thing. How do you get John Brown back onto the field and 
how do how do I say this? Gabriel Davis is going to he's just going to sub in for Gabriel Davis. Yeah. If Gabriel Davis is getting eight targets while Cole Beasley is getting ten on the on the field, I would expect that to be the same. Like I'd still think Beasley's a decent play. I know what you're saying. I think Brown is far more talented than Gabriel Davis and is probably going to get more looks and be more productive with it. It's just I still think that there's potentially three wide receivers we could talk about being from a start to a sleeper. Yeah, I think, they've, I think they've found Cole Beasley in John Brown's absence and are going to keep him as part going forward. You don't have they any should. historical evidence to support that, but they should. I mean, you saw what Cole Beasley did with Tony Romo in Dallas for years and years and years. You can do the same thing in this offense here, and you should, because Stephon Diggs isn't going anywhere. Uh, John Brown should come in and take Gabriel Davis's work, and maybe you you know play Gabriel Davis here and there because he's young and you want to see what you have, but Cole Beasley should be locked in the slot yeah, permanently. Yes, he's great. Fantastic route runner, always open, great safety blanket, and he's a safety blanket down the field at like eight yards. That's what you want. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a down the field kind of slot guy. I mean, try and play zone against Cole Beasley because right. he's going to find the soft spot. Um, all right, we we tease the Ravens Browns game uh, quite a bit. We talked about it at, at the beginning beginning of the podcast, um, but this game was fantastic, and from a fantasy perspective, it was fantastic. Ravens ended up winning forty-seven to forty-two off of um, off. How is that even possible? Forty-seven uh, to safety at the end of the game. Safety, oh, that's right. right. That's right. Because I was going to say it, it came J- down to the Justin, Justin Tucker fifty-five-yard field, yeah. field goal. Which, when we were talking about the dynasty matchup, our buddy Jeff, who was who was down, he's like, "I desperately need this to go go to overtime." And Justin Tucker gets 55 yard, and we're all like, well, yeah, it's done. It's over yeah, with. Yeah. The guy's automatic. <laughs> like, you needed it to be like a 65 yard attempt. I was hoping this. to see him try to kick one from like seven. Oh, I wanted it to see that. It would have been <laughs> fantastic. Awesome. It would have been. I, I don't. I kind of wish it went to overtime just because I would have loved to hang on to that a little bit more of that yeah, excitement. A little more. Just, yep. just a little bit longer. You Fantasy know, football, it's always about more. You don't get too many of those uh, matchups. No. no. Not on a Monday no. night. And then, like, to Cleveland. First for round of playoffs. At Cleveland, too. Boston. Oh, yeah. well, my, <laughs> with all those implications on the fence. Like, yeah. usually by Monday night in the playoffs, your game is set. And Jeff probably came in thinking it was pretty It was set. good, yeah. <laughs> like, he was riding <laughs> I, I, I high. I thought it was, too. I'm like, oh, yeah. mo- oh, no. And then if I read you Lamar Jackson's stat line, I said he threw for 163 yards and one touchdown and was sacked four times. You'd be like, uh, okay, so the Ravens got, like, murdered because Baker Mayfield threw for 343 with two touchdowns and only one pick. Nope. Turns out it was a beautifully close game and exciting throughout, despite the difference in the passing attempts because Lamar Jackson ran for a bazillion yards. And two touchdowns. And two touchdowns. A lot of rushing touchdowns in the game. And Dobbins punched that one in on the goal line, which is good to see if you're a Dobbins owner because he struggled on the goal line at the beginning of the season, and he Mm. walked this one in. Like He did a little like hop, skip, and jump to just enjoy his trot into the end zone on this one. And Yeah, of course, it's partly due to the blocking, but if he's going to get goal line work, you're feeling great, even though Gus Edwards had the two other touchdowns. I mean, Mark Ingram was a race. Mark yes. Ingram's not on this team. Didn't this touch year. the field. He didn't touch it. Yeah. Might as yeah. well not be on the team because right, which is what you want. Again, we said and it all year. We want, want you to pick two. one or two guys. And Dobbins right. and Gus are fantasy startable guys when you use two. Yep. Well, and three, I guess with with Lamar and Justice Hill got a freaking touch. <laughs> like, yeah. which is Ingram's done. Even more concerning that Ingram's not getting a touch and Justice Hill is, but he's yeah, I think he's gone. I, think, I don't know if this is even his contract here, though. I think he might it, have another it, it, year no. attached. No, no, it yeah, is. it is. Um, this is it's his a contract team here. option. Yeah, oh, it's team option. Yeah, so you as a Mark Ingram owner, 
in well, Dynasty should be happy. Well, well Madden just, hasn't figured out team options yet, so I'm only going off what I know. He's got one. <laughs> he had one year left on the deal anyway. Um, I'm not gonna say. I mean, Hollywood had two catches, fifty yards, and he dropped. That, it was that a one bunch play. of passes. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> there was one that he can have taken to the house. And I mean. It, Hollywood still isn't startable, and even if he's in your free agency, leave him there. You're not going to play him. Mark Andrews still had a, a pretty decent day. That that was the guy five that I wanted to rate. five yeah. for seventy eight. I mean, it was a, it was a respectable day. Um, the the Cleveland side though, there were fantasy points all over the place. Baker, as much shit as we give Baker for, he was fantastic. Like he was gamer mode, so I feel like. Do you remember what we used to say last year? If Baker Mayfield can't get the ball out under three seconds, he throws a picker. He has a QB rating of like five. Right. This year, he's holding the ball the longest of any quarterback in the league and having success doing it. I'm so happy for the kid to have figured it out. Yeah. And ha- happy to root for him. And he's- without Odell, too. So they yeah. were they were this actually... This fancy. They were yes. mentioning that on the pod... On the pod... On the, uh, on the simulcast. Broadcast. The simulcast. The On the broadcast. He's rolling out constantly, so that's going to attribute to it. Baker Mayfield is just one of those guys; like he's like an ADHD type of quarterback. He can't sit in a pocket; like he needs to constantly be moving. Fantastic game by him. Like I, part of me wanted the Browns to win this game just because. Oh yeah, I was rooting for the Browns. It was such a good story um, of how shitty they were, how good Stefanski was when he came in and fixed the offense. I mean, you see Kareem Hunt. Just absolutely dick punch every other team in the league in the face for passing on him. And him and Chubb, fantastic duo. Yeah, and you see, I mean, you mentioned Baker Mayfield is rolling out, which means they're running play action, which means they have to have a good running game to do it, and they do. Chubb and Hunt, probably the best one-two punch in the league. I mean, you could say Derrick Henry, whoever is with him is a great punch. But yeah, (laughs) yeah. But these two, subbing in, subbing out, doing, doing it all, really catching passes as well. Even Chubb caught a couple balls this week. That gives you options as Baker Mayfield to do whatever you want and create time and space. And like you said, Craig, it's it's Stefanski. He's the one doing this. He's scheming this all up, and it's working. Everybody on their team is is startable. Jarvis Landry, six receptions, 52 yards. He didn't have the touchdown. So you're maybe like, oh, I'm a little upset. He only got me, what's that, eight points. But that's still a decent game, especially compared to what he was doing for you in the beginning of the season when he was hurt. Now he's clearly healthy, which is great heading into fantasy playoffs. I think you can start him with some confidence. And he had a 12-yard pass. So, yes. I yep. mean, again, this is this is the Browns manufacturing plays, and they're using their playmakers to do that. So, yep. like, Jarvis Landry is involved in that offense. Craig, you had Richard Higgins, I think, as a sleeper. Yes, I did. He it looked that. like... Uh, going in, you know, there was a lot of focus in, uh, on the team on Rashard Higgins, and you could tell uh, in the game again. You know, he he led the team in targets. That that's going to be the thing going forward. Uh, they're going to use Rashard Higgins uh, a lot down the stretch. He's definitely a pickup if he's available in your leagues. Scotty Donnelly, Peoples Jones, though. That guy's yeah. a pretty big guy. He he he's a, he's, he's, a, big, he's a big play he, guy. He muscled a few uh, away from the fence. Six, six, six two two zero oh, eight. I mean, he's not he's not small. And he's no, bigger than most safeties in corners. No Austin Hooper. No Hooper. Yeah, he was a scratch. Not, not a scratch. He hurt his neck before the game. Yeah, he saw Injoku and he saw Harrison Bryant, which is like okay. You I mean, the the Browns have weapons at every single position. It's great to see them finally using them effectively. It sucks that you paid Austin Hooper $14 million this year to do dick on the field. Great blocker, though. I mean, a lot of this, <laughs> a lot of this also is going to be, is going to come down to the matchup, 
you know, I've, I've, I've said that a couple times, um, interdivision matchups tend to be a little bit more um, of outliers when you look at the season in a whole. This is definitely going to be an outlier when you look at Baltimore and Cleveland's schedule as a whole. Um, and it, this is definitely going to be game script dependent. I mean, Cleveland had to go out there and throw the ball a thousand times, actually 47 times to be exact. I wouldn't expect this to continue, but it gives me confidence that this offense can do it against a good Baltimore defense. So, yeah. um, all right. Is that all the week 14 mashups? That, that is all, all of them. The, the marathon that is week 14. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot going on. We had no bye every, week. So no we bye had to talk about every single game, every first, single team. True. First we, week without a bye week. And we're going into playoffs. So, I mean, like, this is the stuff that you need to go through. You need to look at the games. I know Corey records them all and, and you know, watches a handful of them back probably. I, I know Scotty. I, I do nothing. I sit here on Sunday and, and, and uh, you know. I try to get I, my all-22 footage if I can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's – and I know Craig's watching film, whatever. I mean, we're all sitting here watching these games, watching how these games are played out. Um, Kara's like, do you want to go apple picking? And I'm like, I have footage. <laughs> uh, Get out of my dungeon. While Why are we're you at, in such a dark room? Bill Belichick does this. <laughs> while we're at uh, an hour and 28 minutes, let's just do this here. Ooh. What do you got for playoff uh, matchups? Um, lost a few last week, so I'm now in three left. Okay. Three left, yes. I have two remaining the two that I made playoffs in of six leagues, so six non-TSF leagues. Okay. Yes, my individual leagues, uh, I am in one. It is the Dynasty League. It is the most coveted of, of mine. I'm hoping to repeat this If year. you go back-to-back in Dynasty, I'm going to smack first, you in the first face few of the years, I'm going I'm to have the first Dynasty. So that's what it's going to be. Uh, but my other three leagues, I unfortunately am no longer in. I was in one other but lost this week. Tom? I'm in one. Is that Red Dog? I'm in Red Dog. I lost uh, in Desperate Dynasty. That's right. Yeah. Our big Dynasty League, I uh, I had no shot from the beginning of the season. And <laughs> you didn't even try. You right. still fucking tried. To be fair, <laughs> me and Tom intentionally did not make playoffs. But around week well, three, that was clear. We, we needed to they become didn't intentional. They did have the team to make it. It needed to become intentional around they week three. They still put up the, best, the, the, the most points they could or try to. Yep. I, I was not intentionally trying to lose. It was just... You, around week no. six, I was sitting there and I was going, "This ain't looking too promising." You started okay too, like, like ah, shit, I'm actually uh, make a run, and then yeah, yeah, I won one game. I was one in eleven, <laughs> one in twelve. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I won a game this year. I, I mean, check my record. No, I think we're tied. I'm beating you. I should have beat Chris. Points. I had like 104 points as my highest output of the year. He had like 104.2, and I needed. Uh, I was like, "That's it for me. If I can't win this game, it's just not meant to be." That dynasty league is is so hands down different that accumulating players and turning over rosters is going to be yeah. relatively look easy, at, I think. Look at Podcast 69. Yeah. You'll you'll hear us talking about it during the draft last summer. And that was a great podcast. It was. Um, we'll do it again. Yeah. Wherever wherever the hell we are. We yeah. were in uh, Maine somewhere. Uh, week 14 recap. Top Shelf Fantasy. Top Shelf Fantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Shelf FNTSY. Has anybody else got anything else to say? No. No. Top Shell Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay